What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Jose here at the First Rhyme by Podcast, accompanied by my boy, Mr. Sauce. What is going on, one and all? Welcome once again to another episode. This is episode 29. Uh, for those of you who have been following, unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties on the last one, so uh, it was only on the streaming services, I believe. And so if you want to go check those out or check that episode out, it is going to be, actually, you can go to firstroundbuy.com. Uh, we have links to all of our streaming services and everything on the website. Um, as for this one, this one, we actually are going to be talking about some of the, like, so last week was kind of, uh, well, the week prior, whenever we recorded episode 28, it was kind of a uh, slower week, you know? Like, there wasn't very much stuff going on in the NFL. However, this week, there's some drama. Some drama going on in the NFL in the offseason. So, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm pretty excited about it. As always, always excited about it. Always excited to be joined by my buddy over here and uh, good old Gronks is over here. I'm not sure if they can see him. Oh, they, they can see him. Okay, He's perfect. I love that. So, leading off, some of the... <laughs> probably the biggest news and it cracks me up because as soon as we saw it as soon as uh jose saw it he tagged me in it on social media and it just it cracked my shit up uh mr Derek carr the legend the legend the legend just got a three-year extension worth 120 million so this fool is getting paid 40 million a year to uh quarterback the sin city raiders <laughs> and uh man it i'm i'm not happy about it i, I don't know what the raiders are doing well man um and i I, I, know. I know we talked about this earlier off camera but Derek carr is officially a top five uh one of the highest paying quarterbacks paid quarterbacks in the league i'm now. glad that you reiterated top top five paid so who's number one paid number one could you tell me right off the top of your head? Right off the top of my head without looking at anything. Um, I want to say it is, is it Josh Allen? No, it's Aaron Rodgers, close to 51 oh, mil that's right, that's right, that's right. So you got Rodgers at number one, cl- getting close to 51 mil a year. Then you got Watson, who hasn't even played in about a year, year and a half, whatever, mm-hmm. at 46 mil. Then you got Patrick Mahomes, surprisingly, at number three, mm-hmm. at 45 mil a year. And granted, he did get that 10-year extension. Gosh. Uh, and then you got Josh Allen now close to 41, or not 41, 43 a year. And then Carr at 40 <sighs> a year, which is insane to me because obviously if you if you keep up with the First Round by Podcast, you know that personally I am not <laughs> the biggest Las Vegas Raider fan, not or not even not even a Derek Carr fan to be to be fair to be to be honest um I to just, be fair I just don't think <laughs> I Later don't Kenny Fins will understand that uh, I don't think we have those nerds listening yeah I'm you're right kidding. I don't even know who that is who's that Later Kenny is a show okay Canadian show okay never mind yeah, I'm sorry it's Didn't on Hulu offend you guys no you're good. anyways <laughs> um Derek Carr man I don't think he's the answer I don't think he will lead you to a Super Bowl he might be able to squeak into the playoffs but when, you know whenever it comes down to it I don't think he'll he'll be the one that leads you um right and especially in that division maybe if he was like in the <laughs> I don't know AFC sound yeah uh, I'm just playing yeah, no I mean honestly though 
He would probably be the second best quarterback. No, but I'm I'm kidding though. That uh, yeah, Derek Carr. I think that extension is outrageous. I know a couple episodes ago I was kind of predicting that they were probably gonna have a new quarterback. I think I said about like the middle of the year. Yeah. But now that's kind of out the window. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because now they're tied to him. But now, I mean, they do got some some pieces that came in, and I think they will be a better team. So this is his year to, I guess, prove, prove it. the doubters wrong. Prove me wrong. You know what I mean? Man, like he's just such a streaky quarterback. And kind of like what you said, I, I think that you were actually the one. Were you the one that shared on social media? Ab- yes. About the uh, most losses and was it turnovers, turnovers and losses? Turnovers and losses. Man, and they just made him a top five paid quarterback. Well, and we all know that the uh, that the Raiders they aren't exactly the greatest organization when it comes to making good moves, except for the Devontae Adams. And that's another thing I was going to bring up. So now you got what is it? It's going to be like because Devontae Adams is making thirty mil. It's something close. I think yeah. it's up high high twenties or something. So Devontae Adams is pretty much making quarterback money, like top quarterback money. Uh, Derek Carr is now a top five quarterback. Well, in terms of money, um, I, I still don't. I wouldn't have done it. Well, I think they. I don't know. I feel like maybe they felt like they had no choice because maybe they didn't give him the extension. Maybe they felt like he was gonna leave or ask for a trade or something. Right. So, and now he's got one of his best friends from college and everything on the team. So, I mean. You do what you got to do to maintain, but I think also part of it has to do with the fact that, um, and we'll we'll talk more about this in another in another episode. But the quarterback class coming out this year is just absolute dog shit. From you what know, I hear, watch we get surprised, man. I mean, I, I mean, I'm open to it, but because yeah. yeah, like you said, you never know what's going to happen with them. But my guess is that they evaluated that and then they said, well. Uh, Derek Carr's been playing. He play. I mean, he plays decently well. He's a middling quarterback. I don't think he that he does anything that's spectacular. I for me, I think I would put him towards like the middle. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, yeah, middle. Maybe like maybe at the tenth or something. Maybe you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. But also, uh, rounding out the top ten for for the highest paid quarterbacks. Um, obviously, we got Stafford at number six with uh forty mil. A lot of these guys, it looks like the uh, the going rate is about uh, the lowest one is thirty three, which is Goff, which that's still insane. <laughs> that's I, I do believe so he dumb. got that contract though when he were he was with the Rams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the time that he got the contract extension, he maybe looked like a top ten quarterback because he was kind of like that offense was kind of that, firing on all cylinders, but. That was more so the team effort, not necessarily the quarterback. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, rounding out the top ten, obviously, is uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, and, of course, Goff. Which, uh, I mean, Cousins, he's kind of like, like we said, he's kind of one of those middle court. I would actually put Cousins in kind of a similar tier as uh, Carr. I'd put Cousins over Carr. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd probably put Cousins over Carr, but I would, I would say that they are – they're a lot closer mm-hmm. than most people would think. So, I mean, well, there you go, Derek Carr. Happy, happy payday. I mean, he got his money. Like at the he end did of the day, get his money. He's win or lose, he's still getting paid. You know what I mean? Like we're That's over right. here making fools. I mean, we're the fools here. You know, what we're, I mean? we're making fun of him for making all that money yeah. and not being. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just one of those things. That's like, 
I don't think he's worth the contract. But then again, they're kind of like what you said. I mean, we're just we're just fans of the NFL shooting the shit about it, and so our opinions mean nothing. We just we don't see what they what they see, right? Apparently. Plus, I mean, I'm sure that Derek Carr could beat both of our asses if he wanted to. Nah, he can't. I mean, <laughs> just playing. You, you go low, I'll go high. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, moving on. Uh, some other big news that is coming out of the NFL. Stephon Gilmore signs a two-year deal with the Colts. I believe I said it was uh, $23 million with uh, $14 million guaranteed. Tell my run that Bob Park. Yeah, not, yeah, not a bad contract. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, man. I know because whenever he was in New England towards the end of his tenure there, he was really he was just injured. He wasn't playing a lot, and right. whenever he was, he wasn't really playing like how he was these past couple years before that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then of course he got traded to the Panthers, and I don't even know if he played a whole. I think he did um, play there. He did play a few games, but it was nothing like flashy. Right. So um, he's not. He's not, in my opinion, the same uh, cornerback that obviously got him the Defensive Player of the Year oh, honors. Yeah. But I think it's a great addition to the Colts' defense. Uh, like. They're already pretty stacked. They're they're already stacked on both ends of the yep. ball. So he doesn't need to be prime time Stephon Gilmore to make it happen. Like exactly. as, as long as he can, you know, um, he's a good veteran presence. Exactly, and he knows what he's doing. He knows the game, um, right. and he's been in the league for for a long time. So you know he he's going to be a great addition for that team, and it's going to be fun to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, I think I was pretty much talking about how like nobody else in the AFC besides the Titans like was worth a damn but i think the colts are actually getting up there they are yeah they are especially and with matt ryan oh absolutely I, I think though that they do need some, maybe like another receiver maybe they draft another yep. one this year yep no i i agree with that assessment pretty much uh you're i'm gonna echo your sentiments um they especially since in the division uh the obviously the afc south the the titans have won the last two years i believe and we have aj brown and at the time we had we had Julio. Now we're going to have Robert Woods coming off of uh, uh, ACL and everything. And then of course the draft is coming up, so we're probably going to get another wide receiver. So um, and adding the Texans wide receivers, I can't remember who they are offhand. Brandon Cooks, and that's the only one that I can name off the top of my head. Yeah. So he is definitely going to going to help because I mean. Even though most of the time the the other teams in the AFC South, pretty much most of the teams in the AFC South actually rely pretty heavily on their run game. Right. But they also have a pretty good wide receiver. And so if you can get even, you know, 80% of stuff on Gilmore, it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely is going to be worth it. And like you said, that defense, that defense is really good. Yeah. Uh, they got a good pass rush. Uh, they, they've been adding pieces to the pass rush. Of course, they've got Matt Ryan, who's a great veteran presence. He's going to think he's going to be, he's going to be better than Carson Wentz. He's going to be able to take care of the ball. And hopefully he's going to hand it off to uh, JT a little bit more. Well, don't forget. He's a pretty good choke artist too. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure the Falcons fans all, all remember that, but, but yeah, no, that it definitely makes them a little bit more competitive. Which is crazy because it's just adding one more piece to an already good defense mm-hmm. and everything. So uh, I think think it definitely raises them up. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I see them kind of as a nine or a ten win team, kind of like last year. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and 
part of that is just because of JT's emergence. Um, you got Matt Ryan. <clears throat> that defense is already really good. And then they just added this piece. So um, I wouldn't say I'm stoked for the Colts, but it's definitely going to make them a little bit more formidable. Right. Could push them into uh, that tier to be able to, you know, become a playoff contender. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got a young, hungry team. And of course, they're probably going to add some another piece or two in the uh, in the draft. Of course, yep. so um, I, I like it though. I like seeing the competitiveness. I I don't like it whenever whenever there's just like one or two teams that's just completely dominating the league. Right. I, yeah, I like to see parity. Yeah, parity is great. So with that being said, moving on because we we don't like talking about the Colts. We don't like talking about any team that's not, you know, apparently we don't like talking about any team that's not the Titans or the Patriots. <laughs> but how about the unhappiness that is coming out of the Cleveland Browns camp? So Mr. Baker Mayfield, I actually just watched a, uh, before before we recorded this, I watched a video uh, t- with Baker talking about, he talked about it on another podcast. Oh, we didn't have him on. He he wouldn't return our calls for some reason. Why do you think that? I mean, he probably doesn't even know who the hell we are. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on another podcast talking about um, just their. He was he's not he's not happy with the Browns, and I mean, obviously you you kind of understand it, uh, mostly because of the fact that like uh, I guess it's he was saying that they were. Not necessarily making promises, but making it seem like he was going to be the guy moving forward. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they just throw all this guaranteed money at a guy who has off the field issues, hasn't played in a year. Um, and I can understand why why Baker would be upset because, uh, just like as a person, he he was playing through injuries. Uh, it didn't seem like they really had his back on some of the stuff. But at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. Yeah. All these, all these teams, they're making business decisions. And, uh, Deshaun Watson, even a year removed, probably a way, way better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And so, um, I think it's one of those things where Baker was just kind of venting and kind of saying what, what other players want to say, even though behind closed doors, you know, just bringing it to light, just venting out his frustrations with it and everything. Uh, so, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, he has every right to be upset. I mean, from what I read is he just felt disrespected, mm-hmm. which, I mean, technically he was kind of like the missing piece to that franchise's puzzle to kind of turn it around. Mm-hmm. So I know once he became, you know, came on board, obviously he was the number one pick in the draft. I believe it was yes. 2016, <clears throat> maybe 2017, doesn't matter. But uh, he pretty much helped turn that franchise around, like I just said. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that they kind of just brought on Watson. Um, it's almost kind of like a slap in the face. Exactly. And and I, I get it. It's a business, you know. But I feel like the way that he kind of, like I said, changed the franchise, he deserves some respect and kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, maybe pulled Baker aside and be like, hey, this is what we got going on. Maybe not necessarily ask for his opinion, but just, just give him a heads up like, hey, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Um, cause like I said, he did help turn that franchise around. I'm not saying they're freaking Super Bowl contenders, but they're definitely not the same team that they were for close to right. whatever to a decade. Um, and, and to kind of piggyback off of that. So there was this, um, on Instagram, there's this page 
about they're called pretty much Panthers that way, and they're saying per Ian, I don't even know how to Rappaport. say that. Rappaport, the most likely landing spot for Baker Mayfield is the Carolina Panthers. And it's kind mm-hmm. of upsetting, funny, slad, whatever you want to call it. So under that, you got Mr. Robbie Anderson, <laughs> who says no. He does not want Baker Mayfield on the Panthers. That's right. And then there's uh, another uh, Panthers uh, Instagram page who pretty much echoed what Robbie Anderson said, which was no. And then he said, uh, you know, oh, pretty much it says, Robbie Anderson does not want Baker Mayfield to come to Carolina. And then Robbie Anderson <laughs> puts on, on their facts. So, Jeez. I mean, just imagine how, for Baker. Let, let's just say he does get traded to the, you know, to the Panthers because that's actually is a top destination that he might end up Absolutely. End up Imagine how, you, how how that makes you feel. Like terrible. What do you do? Like, do you try to gain his his respect, his trust? Like, do you ask for them to trade him, or what do you do? You know what I mean? That's such right. an awkward situation to be in. Yeah, I definitely get that. But also, Baker has always kind of played with the chip on his shoulder. Always, yeah. Even he's at OU, always played with the chip on his shoulder. Because uh, I think even whenever he was in college, he he was like a walk on. Mm-hmm. I don't think he necessarily got his scholarship. So exactly, he's, he, he always, like you said, had yeah. that chip on his shoulder. So I, I think that I think that the main issue that Baker kind of has is he's he still hasn't matured enough, and but. I think that if as long as he can accept that and if, if he can figure out a way to grow past that, then I think he'll be just fine. Just because of the fact that, like, I mean, at the end of the day, someone needs to just get in his ear and tell him, hey, listen, it's it's a business. It's a business. You got sometimes you gotta you gotta put your uh, personal feelings aside and just do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're all human. Everybody's gonna have the emotions. Everybody's gonna and I mean Hell, and plus, no, I actually agree because it's like looking at the human side of things, that would suck so bad. Get traded to a team and then just already know that nobody wants you. Yeah. Like that that your potential teammates are like, no, no, we're not going to rally behind him. However, if you if you have like a winning culture and he he's coming from a culture that he helped switch around and everything, I mean, if he can do some good over there, then that could probably change change their tune real quick. Like if they're if they're sitting there winning, hell, if Robbie Anderson's getting the ball a lot, if he, I mean, granted, we don't know if Baker would be able to push the ball down well, the field or anything. One thing that kind of bothers me is Robbie Anderson is not even all that. Like, yep. he's at best just an average receiver in the NFL. Right. You know what I mean? And like, I know like as soon as the off season started, there was a lot of reports saying that the Patriots were going to trade for Aubrey Anderson. And I was like, no, like I don't want him here. Like yeah. he's just an average, average freaking receiver. Like there's nothing to it. Like yeah. he's not flashy. He's not. All and that he speed. has the audacity to say, Oh, we don't want you. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. could understand if you were, maybe if you were like Devonta Adams, sorry. Plus, if it was me and if I was in that situation, I'd probably not take his words as seriously. Right. Or at least not take him to heart. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, Kind of like what you said, average receiver. <laughs> I just won't throw you the ball. Right. How about that? <laughs> That's kind of like what he kind of what he's doing right now. So if he goes to the Panthers, <laughs> fantasy football owners do not pick up Robbie Anderson. Oh, I mean, maybe if you if you have like the last pick, maybe. Yeah, because the very last pick, he's probably not going to get the ball that <laughs> much. Playing. But yeah, no, that's uh, it's unfortunate for Baker. But obviously, uh, the thing is, is that the uh, 
the Browns saw saw a chance to uh, improve their team and took it upon themselves to do it. At the end of the day, it's a business, so um, I mean, you just gotta gotta do what you gotta do and accept the consequences. Um, I'm sure that he and see the other thing too about it is just that I feel like he kind of he's kind of just using his platform as a means to kind of just complain about it and try to get gain the sympathy of other people mm-hmm. in a way, mostly just because of the fact that he, like you said, I think he was going into the fifth year, fifth year, right? I think it's something like that. Year. So he's been in, he's been in the league for a little while. I would understand if you were like a rookie or, or a second year person coming in you don't really know, but you know, the inner workings, you kind of have an idea as to what the inner workings are. Your agent probably told you some things too. So I don't know. Kind of sounds like sour grapes and everything. But I mean, everybody's entitled to how they feel. Right. In their opinion. So, but with that being said. So apparently there's some, uh, I've been seeing like a lot of uh, reports going around saying that Kyler Murray and the Cardinals cannot reach on a contract extension agreement. Yep. So Kyler Murray apparently is, um, what am I trying to say? Holding out. Holding out. He's not wanting to play without a new contract, and it has to be to his likings. So <laughs> oh thoughts gosh. on that? Oh, man. I, he doesn't have this leverage. He doesn't have the leverage for any of that. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Like He's a good quarterback who shit the bed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then he's also a good quarterback who was sitting there sulking on the sidelines instead of trying to hype his team up to try to get back into the game. I mean, kind of to like what you said earlier, Baker Mayfield needs to grow up. Kyler Murray needs to grow up. Agreed. You know what the common denominator between those two is, too? Yeah, they both came from the toxic environment from Oklahoma. Ooh, foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's... God, it just... So, I I love watching Kyler Murray play. But to hear all this bullshit... Plus, there was like rumors in the offseason about him wanting to possibly go back to baseball. No way, I didn't see that. Yeah, there, there was again. There were they were rumors. Baseball's so whack. I'm yeah. sorry, but there he was. Like some people were saying that they thought that he was going to go back to baseball because of the fact that he just looks so disinterested on the sidelines. Interesting. Like it looks like he just doesn't have any passion for the game or anything. Yeah. But of course now he's sitting here saying, "I'm not going to play unless I get a new contract. It has to be <laughs> my terms." Boy, fucking! Oh my god! Just go play. Like you, he doesn't have any leverage, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Does not have any leverage. But I think that he has the same agent as, oh, is it Russell Wilson? I have no idea. I can't remember. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But he has the same agent as a couple of quarterbacks who recently got. I want to say it's Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterbacks that recently got big deals. Maybe that's why he's like his agent telling him, "Hey, don't play unless you get this, that, and the other." Yep. Which that I mean that happens a lot of times because these yeah. agents, because whenever these guys get paid, agents get paid. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, no, I think it's such bullshit, man. Because uh, like I said, even he's got such big maturity issues. Uh, he's a dynamic athlete. He's a he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, although the second half of the the season this last season, he shit the bed. Didn't they start off the season like undefeated, uh-huh. like seven and zero or some crap? And then after that, they went like. Two and six or some shit like some that. Some weird shit, yeah. Yeah. Almost missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But and then got destroyed by the uh by the Rams, the eventual Super Bowl champions. Right. But but yeah, no, and I just don't like his attitude. I don't like his attitude about about it. Cause kinda like what you said. 
got maturity issues. Right. Man, seems like, uh, did Sam Bradford have maturity issues coming out? Actually, I don't think so. Okay. He was out. He was kind of weird, man. Like, I don't know. You never really heard much from him whenever he was in the league. And yeah, then he was whenever quiet. he, like, I, I never even knew when he was out of the league. Nobody ever said anything. Really. <laughs> he just kind of disappeared. Well, actually, I say that, but, like, he was really injury prone. Like, he was yes. always getting injured, injured, yes. injured, injured. And I guess, like, over time, he was kind of just like, kind of just like, oh, I guess the same for me. Dang. Sounds like uh, all these OU quarterbacks, they got the injury bug, too. Mm-hmm. Man. Can't stay on the field. Whenever they're on the field, they can't stay happy. Can't please any of them. Man, sounds like OU has some issues. And so with that being said, with that being said, did you have any other thoughts on Mr. Kyler Murray? Uh, No, sir. All right. Well, also with that being said, did you have anything else for our lovely, lovely listeners? Uh, No, sir. <laughs> Nothing at all? Nothing at all. All right. Well, since uh, you guys didn't get to see us this last time and we talked about the merch, uh, we are both currently wearing hoodies that are first round buy hoodies. Uh, you can check out our merch page. It is at firstroundbuy.com. There's a little link on the page. It's a button that says merch. Click on that. Uh, it took about a week or so to get here. Uh, we were using uh, Teespring. And so far, we've been pretty happy with the, uh, with the quality of it. So if you'd like to support and you aren't necessarily a big fan of football or anything like that, which I don't know why you'd be watching this if you're not. I'm just kidding. We appreciate any and all support. But if you want to support us in that way, uh, you can go pick up either a t-shirt, uh, hoodie. We've got mugs. We've got uh, pint glasses now, which are pretty cool. We've got our little first round by logo. So you can get to drink out of cups that have our pretty little faces on them and everything. And also, uh, just make sure you go check and support. We appreciate it. Uh, comment down below. Let us know what you thought. Let us know what your thoughts are on all the different news that we've been covering in this episode. But yeah, other than that, I think that's about all we got for you guys today. So make sure you check out the next episode. Make sure you check out this episode. Make sure you check out the previous episode. All that good stuff. Firstroundby.com, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know the drill. We appreciate your support. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace. <laughs>